BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of. One that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. The following ad is sponsored by Pets Best Insurance Services. Pets come into our lives in many ways. Shelters, breeders, or unexpected encounters. But no matter how you found your pet, they become our perfect match. Unfortunately, finding the right pet insurance plan can be hard. That's where Pets Best comes in. With a little information about you and your pet, Pets Best will recommend a plan that meets your needs and budget. Visit PetsBest.com to learn more today. Your perfect pet deserves the perfect coverage. PetsBest.com. It's Wednesday, October 28th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. COVID-19 vaccine trials are currently underway, and we hope to hear news soon about how safe they are. But what is it like participating in one of those trials? Beyond that, what is it like participating with your whole family? Jackie Heidenberg, investigative reporter with Columbia Journalism Investigations, is currently enrolled in the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine trial with both her parents, her sister, teenage brother, and 80-year-old grandma. Jackie joins us to tell us how it's going so far and why she feels that people shouldn't worry about the safety of these trials. Thanks for joining us, Jackie. Thank you for having me. Very excited to talk to you. You are enrolled in a COVID-19 vaccine trial with your entire family, basically. So both of your parents, your brother, your sister, your grandmother, who's 80 years old, and yourself, that you guys all signed up for the Pfizer vaccine trial. And, you know, we've been hearing a lot of news about this as it goes along. I think the American public is getting a real education in how this whole process goes along right now, more so than ever before. So I'm very curious to talk to you about this. Jackie, first off, tell me why you got involved with this study. Uh, You know, why would you subject yourself to something like this? Sure. Uh, Well, back in March, um, about two days, I think, before... uh, first in human trials were in the United States. Um, as things were starting to get much worse in New York, where I spend most of my time, um, I was feeling extremely frustrated and stuck, um, especially since I knew um, my sister was, uh, she's pre-med in college. She was doing research on uh, COVID-19 comorbidities. My mother works in clinical trials. My dad works in a hospital. And I was like, I'm a journalist what can I possibly be contributing to this if, you know, science isn't something I normally cover? And um, since my mom and dad both work in, you know, medicine and science, uh, growing up, I always knew about uh, what clinical trials were, how they function. And I figured, you know, if this is something we're going to start to be doing in this country, I would love to participate, partly because um, it might give me a chance to possibly be somewhat protected from uh, the coronavirus and to protect the people in my family and around me. Um, but also because they would need participants. So as soon as that opened up this summer, um, I was like, yeah, let's do it. 
specifically, your mother is a clinical trial researcher, so I'm sure she had a lot of insight to maybe let you feel more at ease with going into something like this. Yeah, so she's um, more than just a researcher. She's actually a, um, a clinical trials liaison, but she's been working in this stuff for I don't know, decades. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I grew up in a house where we were always talking about, you know, the science of things. And, you know, I was always hearing about, um, you know, IRBs, internal review boards and, you know, um, things like uh, ethical considerations. And, you know, these were just things that I that I heard all the time growing up. Um, and whenever I have questions about how these things work, it's very easy for me, obviously, to ask my mom, like, how how does this work? We'll get into some of those safety layers in a moment because I think it's very important and very interesting as well. But uh, let's get to the actual you know, trial, getting the shot, getting there. How did all of that happen? Uh, my understanding is that the Pfizer trial is a two-shot protocol. So how, how did all that go? Yeah, so um, so the, the trial began, or we enrolled uh, in it this summer uh, when... Uh, so my grandmother doesn't normally live with us, but she was spending a few months at a time living with us. Um, and I was home for a bit. And my sister was home. Uh, so what would happen is we would go, uh, we would drive to the uh, the clinic in downtown Orlando. Uh, you'd be waiting in the waiting room for a bit. They obviously, you know, will take your temperature. Um, and then uh, there's basically a lot of waiting around, especially uh, for the first injection. Um, for people who can get pregnant, they will do a pregnancy test um, before the injection. Um, you have to sign a consent form, um, and there's a lot of, like, waiting in between. Um, they'll ask you questions about your health, and then, uh, yeah, then you, you get the injection, and then three weeks after the first one, there's a second injection, um, and then three weeks after that, or four weeks after that, um, there is a, uh, a blood draw. Did you get any symptoms from either of the shots? So after the second injection, um, I did have a very low-grade fever, um, but when I brought that up uh, to the uh, researchers, they were like, oh, well, that's technically the temperature that I had was like 99.8 at the highest, and they said that was actually lower than the threshold for what they considered a low fever, so actually they couldn't even record that. Interesting. Um, so it was very mild. I, I mean, I felt I felt gross, like, I, you know, flu-like symptoms, I guess, but for one day exactly, by the next morning, I was completely fine. And that's, a, um, so. that's important to note because these studies are done with placebo. So going into it, you don't know what you get. I, I'm sure a reaction like that probably lends you to believe you, you got the actual vaccine. How about other members of your family? Did they get any symptoms, anything like that? Well, my grandmother is convinced that she got the placebo because she said she felt absolutely nothing whatsoever. Um, I think my brother had reported a headache, but our family also gets headaches. So also that's the other thing is like, even if you may have had symptoms, we can't really attribute it to receiving the uh, trial drug uh, because we don't, there could have been something else going on. You know, maybe we were had a cold that day or something. Um, so, I mean, obviously we don't know, right. It's a double blind uh, placebo controlled study. So I, I don't really know if I got the vaccine or not. All I know is that the day after the second injection, I had, a, I, I felt, um, but it doesn't mean that I got the, the vaccine. I could have, but right. it doesn't mean that. What do they tell you after you get these shots? Do they uh, say go out and live your life like normal? Do they say continue wearing your mask and social distancing? What's the kind of guidance that they give you? Because obviously, you know, there's a few things going on in why these trials are happening. They want to make sure that it's safe and effective. That's why you go back and get the blood draws to see if you have antibodies. But you could also contract the virus as well. What do they? What kind of guidance do they give you as you leave? 
Sure. Um, I don't think that there was a particular recommendation as we leave, but they definitely did not say, you know, take off your mask and have a big party. Um, so, um, and I think that would also probably mess with some of the controls of the of the trial um, to tell people to change their behavior. Um, so, no, I mean, I'm still, you know, wearing a mask when I'm in, when I whenever I'm with anybody, pretty much, because I I live alone. But whenever I leave the apartment, um, I obviously will, you know, wear a mask and stay six feet away even from my close friends. So, um, no, very much uh, back to life as normal during COVID. Uh, There's been a lot made, obviously, about the politicization of vaccines. You know, the president was saying we're going to get one by Election Day. Really, that's not going to really happen. Um, But really, on all sides, there's also a lot of skepticism around vaccines in general from a lot of other things that happened before COVID-19. But as you went through this process, you're looking at how there is a ton of safety measures that that uh, these companies go through. Uh, and uh, re- as you mentioned, review boards, all this stuff. Tell us a little bit about that and, and, and kind of your enlightened understanding after going through this trial now. Sure. Um, so with this vaccine particularly, I know for a fact, it's, it's in the consent forms, but I also knew that going in, uh, that there is no live virus in the vaccine. Um, so you're basically going to either be injected with the uh, mRNA of the uh, spike protein of the virus, which will it shouldn't make you sick because it's not the active part of the virus, or you'll be injected with saline. So there's really no, you're, you're not going to develop COVID from enrolling in, at least in this uh, vaccine trial, um, at least not directly related to the injections. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of misinformation and disinformation out there about this. Um, the fact is, though, that there are so many regulations in place. It's not and it's really not up to, you know, the president to uh, to say when we're going to have a vaccine or that we're going to have it by a specific date. Um, the CEO of Pfizer said, um, I think, two weeks ago that they were hoping to have the um, the efficacy data by the third week of November. And then uh, I think Dr. Fauci said that they might have uh, the safety data, um, I think, in a few weeks after that. So, I mean, it is the, the timeline is obviously speeding up and we might be able to get emergency use authorization for this vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, but it's not really up to, you know, politicians to decide when that happens. It's up to the scientists and the people that are in charge of the protocols for the trials. Well, I mean, it's great to know that you are healthy throughout this. Your family also continues to be healthy throughout this. Uh, when are you done? Is this kind of just open ended? You just kind of keep reporting back or is there an end date for you? So there is a weekly, um, there's an app that we had to download uh, where we basically input whether or not we've had uh, any reported uh, instances of COVID-19-like symptoms. Um, The consent form says that we may be in the study up to 26 months from the beginning. Uh, I think they're not expecting it to last that long. Um, And then they are expecting that we'll be back in the clinic uh, a total of seven times. So I've been there three times now, so I still have four more to go for um, other periodic blood draws. So there is that. Um, I don't know when it's going to end. It could be up to a little bit more than two years. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's great to to see that you're kind of going through this. Thank you for doing that. There's about 30,000 participants in this trial. And obviously there's other trials ongoing as well uh, through all this. But like I said, thank you for doing this for the benefit of all the rest of us. And and thank you for being on the air with us right now. Jackie Heidenberg, investigative reporter with Columbia Journalism Investigations. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you so much. 
I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.